What are we? What are we doing? Dude, I don't know. Do you need a hug? All right, let's do it. So I was doing some research. It's like therapy for us. You're just easing into not having much time on your hands. And I'm stoked for the journey. What's up, everybody? My name is Brian Boyd, and I am the Zach Gitler, and we are two dads on a mic. Yeah, yeah, we are. What's up, buddy? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm I'm doing really good. Good to be back in the studio again. Uh-huh. We're actually we're actually uh, producing two episodes back to back for you guys. There's no there's not going to be a long four month hiatus. Give give ourselves <laughs> yes, a round of yes, applause. Yes. God, we are good. We are good. I'm really excited about this episode. But before I get into why I'm excited about this episode, uh, let's do a little housekeeping. So remember, you can find us on all the um, amazing platforms that are out there: uh, iTunes, um, Google Play. Spotify and and our favorite and once again not plugging this for any monetary purposes or any any reason like that but we truly love them it's anchor and the reason we love anchor and and for all of you future podcasters out there uh, or or current podcasters that are not utilizing that that platform is they do such an amazing job at not only the ease of putting your podcast on their platform but then they take it a step further and they are able to distribute your your uh, podcast to all the other platforms, so you don't have to do go through the application process and all all that stuff. So, and you know what's another cool thing about Anchor? Uh, just really quick, is that you can you can literally record your podcast straight from your phone. You can hit the record button on your podcast and record it straight from your phone, which is a really cool thing. Um, so uh, make sure you follow us on all those, and 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 not only follow us, but one thing we ask of you to help us spread the word is one thing we ask of you is to share our content because we really want you guys to uh, spread the word for us. Uh, Organic growth is the best type of growth. And the best way that we can grow this is through referrals. So get people out there that they're like-minded people that might like our content, laugh at our content, think about our content. We really want those type of people following us because those are the type of people that are going to give us feedback. They're going to make us make this show better and continue to grow it. So Mm. with that being said, Let's get into it, baby. Mm, mm. Sp- spread that podcast like Preach. some nice peanut butter on a toasty piece of organic bread. Oh, I heard a good one today. <laughs> I heard, uh, I heard, uh, uh, look at how uh, thrown off you are when you I are, said organic bread and peanut butter. You are my, Who knew that that was your, like, your, your safe word? It was, you are, <laughs> like, the, I, he, he knew. You are the mustard to my, uh, pastrami mayo, sandwich. So we'll catch you up later. That's good. Or something like that. I don't remember. I mean, I think, I think you should wait till you're 85 to use that. Right. Because I feel like well, a 24 year old dropped it on one. me today, dude. And it good, was good one, Grandpa. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I've got a good dad joke for you. Can I start this episode off with a dad joke? Yes. So, uh, so uh, an atana, uh, an an atana, an atana. What's it called? An atana. An antenna. And that's a that is really hard to say. An antenna. No, it's not. It's the one word that's not for me. An antenna. No, it's antenna. Antenna. <laughs> See, and 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 an antenna went to oh, right. Sure. An antenna went to a new restaurant, and you know what they found? What? The food was good, but the service was excellent. Nice. That's okay. A good okay. One, huh? Yeah. Wait till you're 82, 85, <laughs> 85. Where do you hear? Where do you hear these? Dude, I just you know. 85 and older.com? Yeah, man. Cool, I started cool. that website. If you haven't found it yet, uh, there's a lot of really cool pickup lines. There's a lot of really. <laughs> there's nudes. Do you do you do you need to pick up that 85 year old woman at the bar? Yeah. Here's something that could help. That's right. That's right. So uh, before we roll into it, uh, the exciting thing that I wanted to. T- in fact, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to have my partner in crime. 
uh, Zach do it, but uh, we've got someone that we want to introduce you to. So, Mr. Gittler, take it away. There's a young woman sitting next to me, <laughs> dressed in her comfy clothes, just like I like them. This is how porno start, dude. Looking good with a <laughs> glass of wine in her hand. And yes, she's mine. So as she speaks, don't think you can take her, because she's mine. <laughs> this is my wife, Jessica Gidler. Yay! Wow, that was the intro of like the century. Thank yep. you, honey. Yep, I'm Jess. <laughs> yes, yep, she's Jess. Welcome, Jess. We're, we're excited you. to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm stoked. So this is, this is the first time we've had a guest before. Uh, it was a male guest. Uh, this is the first time we've had a female. Female sounds so much better, right? Well, we're smarter. Just to my my <laughs> my my jubblies. <laughs> prettier. Prettier, definitely prettier. Right? Sorry, Steve. Yeah, I mean, Steve's <laughs> Steve's good looking. We Steve's do. Steve's a man Steve. with a plan, but, he, but he's not pretty. <laughs> well, definitely pretty, not pretty. Pretty in his own way. Steve, if you were, if someone were to come fix my AC. I, I would just rather look at Jess. That's me. But would, if Steve came to fix your AC, would you make him wear a shirt? Or would you make him do it without a shirt on? That's I would make him do it without the shirt that's on. That's a good... I got to give it to you, man. Steve, you win that one, man. You win. You win. I mean, I've always wanted to have the handyman come over with no shirt on. Uh, this is getting straight up weird. Welcome to our podcast. What, what the heck are we talking about today? That's not going to segue into anything we're talking about. Uh, Jess, we're excited to have so you on the good. show. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Let's not talk about Steve naked anymore. <laughs> well, it was it was only the half naked because the rest true. is up for your own imagination. That is true. Right? Fair game. Gotcha. We're going to kibosh the imagination. Yeah. So uh, today, today we got, we've got a topic. And, and you know what I like about this topic is it's relevant and it's becoming even more relevant um, in the world that we live in today because of the legalities that are becoming say, it's becoming more legally yeah, relevant. Right, right. The legalities that are happening in our in our country right now, and not only in our country, globally, globally. I mean, the the um, legalization of marijuana is is becoming a global thing. This yeah. is not something that is just confined to uh, the United States. And it, it, for those of you that don't know, Canada. I mean, the entire country, whoop, whoop. right? And I got a Canadian sitting across <laughs> from me. Uh, she knows what's up. Uh, they have, their whole country has legalized that shit. And yep. that, that's pretty wild. Coming back from me growing up, I never thought that that, that would ever happen. But you know what? I got to give it to, to Canada. Like, uh, the Americas always want to have, like, oh, yeah, free healthcare in Canada. And those of you that don't know, my wife, Jessica, is from Canada. So I know a little bit about a little that world. But uh, I feel... Canada gets a leg up more so just be like of how smart they are. I'm just like, you know what? Let's just not be stupid. Why are we going province to province? Let's just legalize Ooh, it across the whole look world. At you, you know what a province yeah, is. Yeah, I know. People are like, what the heck is a province? Mm, Even mm. Brian's making the face right mm. now. What's a province? Mm, mm, I, love I know what a province is, bro. I've been to all of them. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, legalizing. Uh, okay, so let's well, take. So what, what are we talking about? Well, the funny thing is, is that that was that's Canada's reason to legalize marijuana because they have free health care, and that's just what they're prescribing now. Yeah, <laughs> like let's make this easy. Let's just make it easy. True. <laughs> True. Instead of pills, now it's yeah. like you got a problem. Uh, Smoke it out. CBD. 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 Bowl. CBD for you. I feel like the next prime minister. Oh, wow. Is, yeah, prime minister of, uh, it's not well, king, queen? Well, the, the prime minister right now, is he's in trouble. He's a young dude. Yeah, but he's in trouble. 
Yeah, but if you're not in trouble, you're not doing something right. That's right, baby. I, I, I'm going to kind of... Uh, but then again, that what does that say about our president? I'm not political at all, but <laughs> dang, he must be the best president ever. There you no, go. No. There you go. Let's, okay. Let's steer so, away from politics. So what, what are we talking about today, Mr. Gitler? We are talking about how to talk to your kids about drugs when everybody is doing them. Yeah. And I feel like even when we were kids, you always hear the saying, don't do them just because everybody's doing them. But we are now 2019 when a lot of people are doing them. But as we just said, they're legal. The one drug that was like our politics back them world behind of but like they're, dare they're to dare started from everywhere. weed. What? Yeah, they're not legal everywhere. They, but they are more and more, and they're more. It starts being like you know it's legal uh, medically uh, prescribed, and maybe it's more easily accessible without trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even 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 that world of like, I mean, me, I pay a lot of attention to that to that uh, how I was brought up. Um, do you know what? Do you know how my parents talked to me about drugs? How? Give it. They said, "Watch this commercial," and the commercial went like this: "This is your brain on oh. drugs. <laughs> Crack the egg, put it in the frying pan. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions?" Straight from uh, Reagan, Reagan's wife. Great what commercial. Was her name? Uh, I Nancy. Just, Nancy Reagan started Dare. Right. And the war on drugs. I mean, I I thank them for like paying attention to certain things at the time that are bad, but it's almost, you know, what it was at the time. But now we live in a different day and age. My parents didn't talk to me about drugs. Did yours, Jess? No, no. They just did them behind your back. Uh, Yeah, and so I'm pretty mine. sure one day when I realized what weed smelled like, they'd been smoking it all my childhood True. and were growing it. In the basement of our house. I love I That's right, Dave. No idea. I love Sorry, Canadians. mom and dad. <laughs> this is why Canada legalized it. Because they're like, fuck it. We don't have any way to get around it. They're but all you, doing it, it anyways. It just happens. Yeah. But you know what's crazy is like when you think about weed and the, the fact that they're like legalizing it more and more every, everywhere is you, you, can, you can prove that there's you know, benefits of CBD and weed and whatever it may be. And still to this day, there's no proof that nicotine a cigarette is healthy for you, yet they're still out there. And um, they were so publicly okay with commercials and ads and everything. And I mean, that's all you saw. And people have to okay those things on networks. And they can say no to an ad. They can say no to a $5 million donation to run a 30-minute spot on a Super Bowl ad in 1986. They can, but are they going to? Well, that's what I mean. Like, we live in a different day and age. And we're, you know, coming back to how we grew up, as you said, like, you know, you said, Brian, like, you were never talked about. You were not either. What about you? you I was talked about it because I was caught with it. (laughs) But what, what drugs were you talked about to? Weed. Okay, so let's let's back up a second. Okay? Mara, marijuana. Because everybody says like marijuana is the gateway drug, right? I completely disagree with that shit. What I think the gateway drug is is cigarettes. And when we talk about legalization of drugs, mm-hmm. it was already legal. It has always been legal. And it's the most addictive drug out there. Cigarettes are more proven more addictive than heroin and crack yeah. cocaine. Ooh. Well, and then you So get, think about that. Yeah. And and it is it is available at down the corner. So think about that. Well, also uh, everybody who says drugs, oh, we're got to talk to our kids about drugs. What are they talking about? Weed, coke, heroin, whatever the fuck. No one, who talks about cigarettes anymore? No yeah. one talks about cigarettes and the addictiveness of cigarettes. And think about e-cigs now. They don't even smell. Shit, your kid could be down in their bedroom smoking e-cigs and you wouldn't even know. You think they had, they're lit, they lit some... Uh, a candle. A candle. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. whoa, they, they yeah. make that room smell fresh. Yeah. So I think we have to back it up and we have to take a look at the reality of 
what are those drugs that we need to start talking about? And I think cigarettes is a huge one. It's a huge one that but we no have to talk about. But no one does. They and don't. I, I believe the reason why is because there's so much money that is uh, backed behind cigarettes and how much money they have to just kibosh anything known to man that's going to come out of it. Absolutely. There's probably a team, a whole other company that anything you hear about whatever, because I, I haven't thought about this until now. I haven't seen anything bad about cigarettes. And you know what I've seen lately? at all in the social media, a Nothing. lot of, a lot of shows that are coming out on Netflix. I see a lot more people smoking in them. Hmm. Cigarettes. Totally. Absolutely. Pay attention to well, it. Do you know how much people pay to have a cigarette in there? I don't. I don't even know what that but looks like. I, I guess. Uh, sorry, take that back. It depends what the TV TV show's about. If it's in based in 1980s or whatever it may be. If it's post 2010 and they have a cigarette, they're doing it for a reason underlyingly like, to make that person. There's like it's a, a character portrayal. Yeah, like, exactly. I, and I get that. So it's funny if you watch movies like the 70s, 80s. I wouldn't say the early 90s, but 70s and 80s or 60s. People are smoking all the time in oh, movies. Oh, yeah. It was a thing. But then in the 90s and 2000s, I didn't see anybody smoking. But if you start – I'm serious. And I, you know what I think brought it back was Mad Men. Did you oh, ever yeah. watch oh, Mad yeah. Men? Uh, they smoked in that movie or in that TV that the show era, all the time. That was it was. The era. And it yeah. depicted the era, which that's fair. But I have been watching shows, and I see a lot more cigarette smoking. And I'm like, wow, I haven't seen this in a long time. Pay attention to it. It'd be interesting to see well, what you, you know think. What I, w- I would almost think is like stuff like Mad Men. Uh, you will never know legally or on paper who put the money there, but I wouldn't be surprised if later on in the documentary that you see behind Marlboro or Camel and you find out the Michael Jackson story of Camel or Marlboro of like the what's happened. Like they pumped $1 billion from 2000, 2010 to have cigarettes, not theirs, just cigarettes placed in movies and television shows there was a whole but i mean that's probably what they're doing right now right Mm -hmm. because like they haven't been making the money that they used to make because like smoking is such a faux pas like well nobody smokes you can't smoke in a restaurant you can't smoke in a bar you can't smoke on a train you can only smoke outside you can't even smoke outside a restaurant you have to be what i love is what i love is it's uncool to smoke cigarettes now well in in, like you said just in california if you go to other parts of the world or other parts of this country Nah, man, it's it is. It's still in Chicago. Everybody smoked True. in Chicago when we lived like there. The places that Everybody get colder and colder. I was there in the winter. Back Molly smoked when we were in Chicago. <laughs> That's so funny. I shouldn't say that. But in dude, I'll BC... smack her in the face. I see, I, I see a cigarette. Anybody except my brother because he smokes. I see a cigarette. Whatever, and I, man. You I, gotta I, smack that fool. Or I ask them and I I take it. I'm like, hey man, can I get one of those? And I just like act like I want it. And they're like, <laughs> they can't even say no because I'm like I'm I'm portraying it. I'm like, man, let me get that. And I just break it and I yeah. fucking throw it. Yeah. <laughs> but what about alcohol? Exactly. Absolutely. I so, mean, what's isn't worse, that alcohol or cigarettes? Oh, I think accepted drug. I think so. In my opinion, alcohol is uh, worse in the short run because this is what I think alcohol does. Alcohol uh, allows you inhibits you, right? It 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 numbs your senses to the point where you're open to do anything. Like sure. I'll be honest with you, when I when I drink copious amounts of alcohol. Superman. The rules go out the window, <laughs> right? It's like, let's sure. go. So wait, you think sure. alcohol? But if I smoked a pack of cigarettes, I'd probably just puke my brains out. Yeah. So I think alcohol is worse than cigarettes. I think it's worse, like in I said, in the way? short run. Yeah. I think in the long oh, no, run. Oh, no, I think it's way worse in the long run. And that's fair because you have but some. We could, you, you have some. We re- could all. So do you, in a way. Everybody does. Yeah, Everybody in, does. in a way, yeah. 
I, I this is the so I never cigarettes. This. this is the, this is the reason why I think cigarettes I would, are worse. Is that I think that cigarettes are are harder to quit, mm-hmm. and they still at the end of the day they're they're going to kill you. They're, they're going to kill you. They're more addictive. Alcohol is With, going to kill you, but it's going to do it a lot quicker. So it just depends on on what your perception is of worse. What does worse mean to you? So for me, worse would be well, uh, if 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 uh, there's people around Mac that uh, smoke. Uh, I'm not going to have her around them. So like, for instance, if, if I've told my dad when he's at the house, like if you're going to smoke, you go out to the fire pit. You don't, you don't smoke think, by the house. I think that's fair enough. It's yeah, your yeah. home and but it's your But if he child. was going to, if he was an alcoholic and he wanted to have some beers at the house, I would be like, okay, you can have some beers. But o- you know over I mean? longevity, if someone smokes cigarettes and they smoke them and they don't vomit as me or you would, right. cause I would too, over time... I would pick someone honestly to smoke cigarettes. Why? Because I feel cigarettes will not take you down a path of just badness. Yeah, have you, still have you, take, in, they, still an addiction. It's still a serious heavy okay, so addiction. This is, how do I word this? Do you this? know how my mom died? I would rather I would rather have someone pass from smoking cigarettes Ooh, than drinking themselves <laughs> to death. Okay, so uh, I might. That's and you know what? That's fair because, yeah, because my dad drank himself to death. Well, my mom smoked herself. To your death. your dad also smoked. Yeah, but not to that extent. But so, eventually did, but not to like when we so grew up. So the last in the the last few years of my mother's life, and when I say few, I mean five. Uh, she couldn't. She could barely walk. Uh, the last year and a half of her life, she couldn't even get out of bed. Because she couldn't breathe. She literally became a vegetable. Did she die of lung cancer? She died of emphysema. So she suffocated to death. She couldn't breathe. Yeah. That's what killed her. Yeah. So I saw an individual go from this um, amazing human being that was full of life, spontaneity, uh, wisdom. And I saw her turn into absolutely nothing. And... It's, um, it's her own fault, right? But when you talk about the quality of life, when you can't even get out of bed for a year and you have to have a nurse living in your house 24 seven, because you can't even go to the bathroom and you're alive and you know that there's no cure, there's no cure for emphysema. Uh, there's no end in sight. The only end in sight is death. And she smoked all her life. She smoked um, intermittently, but she was uh, she started smoking uh, in her twenties, and uh, you know there were there were there were times when she quote unquote quit. Like so, she was just part of that generation where like everybody smoked. And there were times where she she would quit for like six months, but then she'd go back to it. She would go back to it, and um, so this this is what I think. if, if someone uh, is drinking and drinking themselves to death, uh, you, you could do a liver transplant and, and you, could, uh, you could quit. And yeah, you, but the people that need a liver transplant from drinking are not going to quit drinking. That's, well, that's a very broad statement. I, there, I guarantee you there's people in this world that have done that. There'd be, have to be some sort of hardcore intervention that, and wanting to do that. I mean, yeah, that's a tricky one. So I'm just, I'm just saying, it's not that I'm saying that it's worse or not worse. I'm sure. thinking that it, I would say that it's, it's equally as bad. 
Yeah, I, I, because I'm trying to wrap my brain and like you know, uh, fire back and rebuttal on what you're saying. But I'm like, I, I literally think it is very close to dead even, depending on this uh, experience you've had. Yeah, with whoever you know. Yeah, it was, it was, it was gnarly. So gnarly I mean, like, experience. When you're talking about educating your children on drugs and oh, wait, everybody's what, what? doing it, we got to talk about kids. I mean, <laughs> listen, like how no, insane is this, right? So what like, do we do? We started talking about marijuana. We haven't even talked about all the other shit that's out there. Because let's be honest, there are really scary Bass things out there like really scary things <laughs> but i mean like look how serious we just got about you alcohol snort a condom dude yeah, alcohol right. and <laughs> tobacco vomit that's crazy no i yeah. know i mean so what do we have to worry about this day and age let, let, let's i mean again we uh, have to worry our, about it all our child that's, that's our child's close to being four and a half your mac is how old right now uno yeah uno so yeah. i mean not not too worried yet but What's going to happen? What, what's our forecast? Dude, I saw her slinging drugs on the corner the other day. I was like, what you doing, girl? She's like, fool, I'm, I'm selling dope. Yeah, that's because you got a new shipment and you're like, go to work. I got to teach my, 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 yeah. my girl uh, entrepreneurial skills. <laughs> so like, okay, so what do you remember? At what age were you exposed to drugs? Not cigarettes, but yeah. weed would be the one. So you're talking about more like a, just a harder, like just weed. Harder so, to get. so you're not considering like, alcohol a drug. So it's legally sold. Okay. So like well, back in our day, mm-hmm. the only alcohol way. and tobacco was sold legally, but somebody old enough had to get it. So you're talking about something that you had to get illegally. Well, I feel like what, what I say weed, because when we were growing up, uh, we were exposed to weed and alcohol because of commercials left and right. Weed? So, How are you exposed to no, no, weed in no, commercials? No, no, no. We, we are exposed to alcohol and tobacco. <laughs> I think uh, he tobacco. means Wheaties. <laughs> Wheaties <laughs> yeah, yeah. is what he meant. Alcohol and tobacco, every day we were exposed to it. So weed was, at our age growing up, the drug that we were first exposed to. Well, we're 80s children. So uh, I remember... What I, age I, were I you remember, exposed to weed? I remember ninth grade, somebody uh, asking me if I wanted to smoke a bowl. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, that is the weirdest fucking thing. <laughs> Because I'm picturing literally, yeah. I'm picturing like a, a, a cereal, cereal bowl, bowl. Yeah, like and I'm thinking, <laughs> you can't God, smoke milk. I'm like, God damn, you gotta, you gotta smoke that much weed to get high. I'm like, how do you even do that? Now, granted, I never saw the weed when I was ninth grade. Dude, how old are I'm, you, bro? Let's let's talk about where I grew up and where you grew up. No, I know, but we have TV influences. Not in ninth grade. MTV and BET. No, he's talking about watching music videos with Dr. Dre and everybody smoking. But I thought he's talking about. Okay, that's fair. I'm saying that's what influences you. I'm saying that's fair. When did you first get exposed? Okay, if I go back to that, to we, I would say the I saw it in a rap video. Snoop. I think it was yeah. It was um. It was uh. Dre Snoop. Um. What's that? What's that? Uh, song ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Mm-hmm. So I would say that was probably the first time I remember it. In real life, man, I don't think I saw weed till ninth grade. Oh no, 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 no! It was way later, man. I stayed really? away from that stuff. Me yeah, too. I really did. I me stayed too. away from it. I, it wasn't. It wasn't something that intrigued me. I didn't even drink till I was in eleventh grade. Me too. And I don't think I saw we were weed good, until I was in college. Wow. I stayed away from it. But now you, I know. I know people that were smoking weed. Okay, so were you ever at? Of parties at high school, you guys say eleventh grade that people were smoking weed no, you, over there. No, like I didn't. You hang, knew the smell. I didn't hang out with that crowd. But you knew the smell. No, you never went to a big party. Not in high school. What? Yeah, what? you I, did. You just stayed home. Oh, I was at tons no, of parties guys, where it was happening. You guys, you guys, you guys, back up. <laughs> where did I grow up? Bumblefuck. Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, oh yeah. All my friends were Mormon. I didn't. I didn't oh, hang yeah. out with the party crowd. Okay, so I was on the soccer team. 
All my friends on the soccer team, they I were all too. really good Mormon. They didn't party. Sure. They didn't party. Now they encouraged me to party because they loved it when I got drunk and we go hang out because I would Your just entertainment. Be, yeah, totally entertainment. Sure. And I would go do crazy things with them and they loved doing crazy things. So, uh, no, I didn't, uh, I didn't hang out with that quote unquote, that crowd. But the crowd was there. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It's always going to be there. When did you. And that's you... what brings us back to this topic. It's crazy, but when did no tell us well, that Gitler? Uh, sixth grade, seventh oh, grade. Man. That scares the shit out of, of me. I don't think it's so. even worse now. It oh. all whatever you get exposed to, bad or good, it's how you take that knowledge in, whether it be physical or mental. Okay, but but, yeah, but you don't let, know at that age. But let's talk I about don't. let's talk about how you take that knowledge in. Because that I think is exactly how we talk about this subject is how are you going to t- how how are you going to assure that your child is going to take that knowledge in knowledgeably i'm Does that I'm, make sense? I'm very happy and don't uh am not uh apologetic about anything i've done in regards to drugs and it has me a, a ton because also it it influences me as aria grows up to give her knowledge or also just know when things are going down and she's exposed to things. And as she grows, it's going to be new, this and that. And who, I mean, we talk about drugs being like something you smoke, whatever it may be, but also, uh, electronics. And that, that's a drug that's addictive. You know, it depends how you define it, sure. but I, I'm not, uh, against any of that in a way. And I think from what I've done growing up, I'm very happy. I've done what I've done. Because I, I, I have more knowledge on things. I think as I grow and as our daughter grows, I can have more insight. Not just being like, hey, guess what? I, I saw this uh, TV show that a dad talked to his daughter about this. I'm like, no, I've gone through that. I, I've lived my life through that. And again, for people that are listening, it's not like, hey, I was a crackhead <laughs> on the corner. You know, the, the dabble that I've done is like, <laughs> I don't give it. I'll name it off. So weed. Okay. Mushrooms. Yep. Ecstasy. Okay. Tried Coke. Okay. What else? Well, you got to put alcohol in there. Alcohol. See, here's the funny thing. The fact that you were to say you have to put alcohol in there. Pills? Yeah, well, that's ecstasy. Ecstasy? No, I mean like uh, opioids. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Never, never something like that. Never done like Oxycontin or anything like that? Nope. But see, I think that has to do with where you live. Right. And I know that from back in the day because also growing up like you know i was exposed to people and dealing drugs and being exposed to that did did you deal drugs being exposed to Zach that Gittler? and and and, and did, entrepreneurial did, knowing did, i could make some money hold, care what hold on Eric's hold on listen to this. yeah oh she'll know you'll have I, to I tell don't her care. and i will tell her okay because the did, day, did you this is not okay this so. is not a hidden subject now <laughs> as she grows it's yeah, more you, and so more and more accessible you, and so more and more. Say, you say you're not ashamed of anything that you've nothing. done. Nothing. Okay. You, you so can, if you're ashamed of anything you've done ever, then you need to rethink your life. I don't think that that's a fair statement, but that, that is completely off topic. <laughs> we could go deep. <laughs> yeah, because, deep there. because I think being ashamed of something is okay, right? But I think you can change uh, and you can be ashamed. I think there's people that have committed horrendous yeah. crimes in this world that are very ashamed of what they've done and they've changed their changed their life for the better because well, yeah, yeah. of what they've what, done. What I mean is like, yeah, do I maybe not? No, I don't wish that. But like, yes, there's something that people have done that it's bad. But you also later on, you you do look back. Sometimes like, oh man, I wouldn't think this way if this if that would have happened or whatever it may be. And I can't change the past, so I won't dwell on it. I right. will only that's try different. to learn from it. Right, and that's fair. So. um Talking about talking to your kids about this stuff. How do you talk to your kids about it? So, uh, you you would openly tell Aria, yeah, I dealt drugs. 
Sure. Okay. Yeah. So then how do you talk to her about that? So depends what age to. If, if I mean, right now at four, uh, four and a half, of course, it's not going to come up. But <laughs> yo, Ari, I got something to tell you, girl. When when Ari can put together the the cohesiveness of, of being like, hey, dad, you know, like maybe it's like the first time I watched this her video doing drugs or something, because like, what do you do? When she walks in the door and you know, yeah, she's and you can smell drugs. weed or something, or you can smell a vape pen or whatever, maybe. I mean, so what, also, do you do? What, do you, what do what do you do? Well, what, first, what, what as time goes on wait, from four and a half wait. till then, that happens. You have to pre plan your kid's gonna get into a lot of shit and more so shit because of the accessibility they have from what's online and what they follow. And they're they, they like so and so on social media and they did something that's cool, then they're gonna try it because honestly, that's how we and I, I feel, got involved in it because you see it from a rap video when I was 13 and uh they did it so it's cool and i'm gonna try it and that's what's cool and so the question is does the conversation start before the drugs start because yes because uh, you know uh, so think about on. that yeah, think yeah. about that you can preemptively right so anticipation i think here is key and and when, when you talk about like a leadership role and, and parenting is a leadership role in, in a sense a good leader is someone that can anticipate what's already going to happen and then they're prepared when it does happen does that make sense sure so so if we, um, if we anticipate that this is already going to happen, you can preemptively start to have conversations about this. So when they're put in those situations, like you said, they can have a mindset that is going to be a more understanding mindset. Oh, I remember my dad told me about this. Like, yeah, it's going to happen this way, but I can't, I can't make it a part of my, of who I am. I, as a, as I a think person. you honestly bring up an insanely good point. And what I mean is if you're watching TV, more so it's going to be TV and movies. If something comes up and your kid's at that age and you see drugs in that movie. Just talk about it. I feel like you should pause the movie. Not just be like, hey, I got to go pee. Just, I got to go pee. Can I pause the movie? Go pee, come back. Like, hey, I just thought about this, Aria. Like, they're, do you know what they're doing right now? Yeah. And just look for the opportunity rather than forcing it on her. And I, I mean, like what you said there of... I love what you said there about asking her if they know what they're doing because it will really give you some good insight. And you'll, you'll know if they're bullshitting or lying to you, but it will give you good insight of where your child's mindset is and what's going on in their daily life to know if – I mean because if she's like, no, duh, you know she's bullshitting yeah. you. You know it right there. Be like, oh, girl, please. Stop. Girl, yeah. wash your face, right? <laughs> <laughs> like – no, you sure. do know. And now you know that it's a good time to have a conversation. Look, I just want to talk to you about this. Like, this is a real thing. This is something you're going to come across. Let's talk about it. Let's have a cool conversation about mm -hmm. this. Like, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I think if you preemptively and you, you, you have that conversation, it's going to, number one, build trust. Number two, there's not going to be any embarrassment around it. And, and, and number three, you are taking a proactive approach to address it before it happens. It, it's something I always kind of believe is don't try to solve the problem once it happens. Right. And always know these problems will kind of happen and just always look for the opportunity to educate. Okay. So how about this really hard point of, you know, your kid's going to do drugs or, you know, they're going to drink particularly, right? Like they are going to, they're going to drink and they're going to a party that they're drinking at. Right. And you're like, all right, you're going to drink with your friends. I'll come pick you up. Or, mm -hmm. uh, everybody comes to my house. Mm -hmm. And I know like this happened for me as a teenager where it was like, I know you guys are going to be drinking. We'll drive you guys around. We don't want you drive drinking. Like, how do you, like, I can't even wrap my brain around that right now. Aria is very far from being 
in that scenario. Thank you God. Hope. But right. But I mean, it'll come sooner than I want it to. Like, and then you got other parents who don't agree with something like that. You got to call up every parent and be like, yo, I'm going to let the kids drink at my house. Like, yeah, that's a slippery slope. Right. Like, I mean, all There's liabilities of this, with yeah, that. Yeah. Like it gets straight up crazy. And like, what do you really do? But I mean, like, if you know they're going to do it, you say, all right, I know you're doing this and I don't have to agree with it, but you're probably going to do it. And if you have any questions, uh, ask me, like, what do you do? Well, and, and, and at what point does it become a problem? Yeah. At but, what point is it, Hey, I know you're going to do this. Just keep me informed. Don't be crazy. Be safe. But then at what point does it come like, well, whoa, you're doing this every fucking weekend. Yeah. You're 16 years old. Like, no, 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 no. Like, so there's a very fine line of allowing it and being open to it and understanding that it's going to happen. And then it becoming a problem because when it becomes a problem, that's a different conversation. But I also, this is, we're going off of how we grew up. This is how we only know it, how we experience it with our parents and, or our friends, our daughter. I don't remember growing up and saying, and, and going to Aria or you know, and me going to them. It was like, Oh mommy. Oh, you Oh, can I grab you another glass of wine or, Oh, that's wine. That's red wine. That's why. But we're exposing our child Dog day by the beer day, out of the fridge. day oh, yeah. by day. I mean, you, you remember like filling oh, up yeah. your dad's, but like, what I mean is you have to t- treat every day as a, a, a chance to educate and your child. On everything, no demand. If you see an opportunity, you just take a moment to just explain to them. Because with children, it's repetitive, 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 and then it clicks in. And as they get older, they will just, it's going to be different how we grew up, big time. I mean, I think if you wait for their cues, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to hopefully lead you down the path where, like, their cues are going to tell you. Like, perfect example tonight. This is kind of a little weird, but Arya's like, I'm dead. I'm like, well, no, you're not dead. You're breathing. Like, you don't want to be dead. Do you know what dead is? No. And I'm like, yeah, that's, it's a scary thing. Like, she's four years old, and that's crazy to say to her, but I want to be proactive in her understanding because she will have a time when, like, somebody in her life dies or an animal dies. You know what I mean? So I'm not afraid to bring that up. If she, in, you know, a hundred years says to me what's drugs i'm like these are what they are let's see what they do to people and let's see how people act like i mean i think i just want to be honest with her all the time so that i never have to backtrack and be like oh shit why didn't i tell you that mm-hmm. yeah you just you i mean you have to just understand that communication is key with your child with your significant other with your divorced husband and wife it is very very key and every day you have the free opportunity to have that conversation about whatever you want the more you do that the more you set yourself yourself and your uh, kid up for success in how to deal with a problem that they come up with yeah yeah no i agree and i, agree. I think i think the biggest takeaway from this is uh, don't avoid it, right? Don't don't shy away from it. At the end of the day, you're the adult, right? You're the one who is needs to be taking charge of the conversation and be the adult in the conversation. But also, you need to educate them on 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 what it is and and the impact it can have on people. You know what I mean? Like, if someone becomes an alcoholic, it's just not impactful on the person that becomes an alcoholic. Like, there's a broad impact on a multitude of people and when when you succumb yourself to those types of inhibitors it is going to uh impact 
so many different things in your life. It's going to impact the way you think. It's going to impact the way you um, uh, approach things. It's going to impact it's the people around effect. you. Absolutely. It's a yeah. huge domino effect. Yeah. So I think when we talk about like how do you talk to your kids, I think, Zach, you nail it on the head. You just do it. And you, you can't be honest be about it. Like yeah. the minute you're fearful of doing it, you know, you're in trouble. Right? Yeah. You can't like, be an embarrassing conversation. You have to just like grab it and do it. And it's horrible. And it might be gut wrenching and it might feel like it's so wrong. But at the end of the day, I mean, you just you can't be fearful. You can't. Yeah. And throw away every single thing you remember when you grew up with your parents in a way to a lot of people, I think, because how we were brought up. Communication was not key. Right. It was how does the world see us as parents to parent our children? Yeah, and I think, and we, that's what they followed. It was textbook, and that's it. We live a, a different day and age, and also wrap your brain around what your kids have access to. And if you just like don't talk about it, well, guess what? They're gonna they're you know gonna hang out with whoever they hang out with. Just. Ninety-five percent of you know social media, so understand what they have exposure to, and, and they're going to have exposure to it a lot sooner than you think. And they it's are. only going to quadruple every five years. Right. So when we only had access to a music video, right? <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Dre. Twenty plus 30, 20 years ago, we're twenty years later. What do we have access to? Anything we want. Our if I was fifteen right now, fifteen right now, sixth grade. And I was at the same sixth grade. And now, instead of me watching a music video, I could learn how to grow weed, make cocaine, get high off bath salts. Not saying I'm going to do it. I'm just saying what your children right now, 2019, have access to. They can just Google it. So if you have a, if yep. you have a, if you have a child, wrap your brain around that and just understand that you have to treat every day if you have an opportunity for a five-minute conversation, you've just scared me more. To talk to your child, just just do it. Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully you haven't. Uh, hopefully you have scared people. You know, at the end of the day, no, literally. Hopefully you've scared people shitless so that they take this stuff seriously because this is a serious thing. And and let's at the end of the day, what's the number one uh, drug that's going around amongst teens? It's pills. It's mm. opioids. It's it's your, um, it's your Tylenol threes. It's your, um, it's your, uh, uh, oxycodones and your oxycodones. But, but the thing is you got to remember it's is so simple to hide. Why? But why are these drugs so popular? Because they're accessible. Sure. But why are these kids needing to take them? So is it a, a communication? Is it a bonding with their parents or their friends? Make them feel like they can come to you and talk to you about anything and make them feel like they don't have to go like crawl themselves in a new corner. They're not, I don't think they're necessarily taking these because they're getting them from a doctor. I think they're taking them because they're getting their hands on them and it's fun and it's neat and it's 100%. different too. Well, it, makes you, it makes you There's feel two different good. ways. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're stealing them from their parents. Absolutely. Or somebody's bringing them to school and be like, oh my God, try sure, this. Because it's Look cool. at how this feels. You know what so I mean? So if, 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 let's say Aria thinks it's cool. Then I want to to I want her to grow up to understand that it's not cool. She doesn't. Or I'm sorry. It, you don't need those to be cool. So I want I want to lay the groundwork and the roots for our child to understand as she grows that she doesn't need these things. And and I think um, luckily, I mean, this day and age, kids are realizing certain things. It's cool to be a nerd now. And I've said this many episodes, and I love that about the world that we live in right now more than anything. That nerds are cool. Yeah. Like honestly, it's my favorite thing in the world. Right. 
Wow. <laughs> that was we could go no, on forever. Was, yeah, we could about talk about this, this forever. Wow. This so is I think hard. I think the takeaways are don't be don't be shy, right? Yeah. Don't be shy as a parent. That's not your job as a parent is to not be shy. If if you're shy, get the fuck over it because your kids deserve better than that. They mm-hmm. deserve better than you being shy with them. So talk to them about these things. Find those opportunities, like Zach said, when something comes up on TV, talk to them about it. When there's something in the news, yeah. when they hear Think about all the celebrities that die from overdoses these days. That is the most perfect opportunity because there's a good chance that that celebrity is someone they look up to. Well, also, people, right. people only see the one side of the story until the other story comes out 10 years. They're like, oh, this famous person died from whatever, opioids. Oh, my God. And some parent looks and like, oh, my God, if my kid touches that, they're going to die. No, it's because the famous person that died from opioids, if you were to dive into it, because almost— Reading the story on uh, social media or wherever it may be, it's like reading a text message from someone you don't know. Right. You don't know the whole story. And I guarantee you that person had not a good upbringing. So if you have the option right now and you have children that are under 10 or 13 or even 15, whatever, you have an opportunity to educate and bond with your child. To, to, to You're the best teacher you can be to your children. You're the principal, you're the dean to your child, and you have the opportunity to be that and really take that to heart mm-hmm. and use it. Rather than just letting them learn from the world. Right. So the takeaway is make sure you just connect. Be connectful with your kids. Make sure that you're aware of what's going on. I think that's a huge thing. If you're aware, you'll know. And if you know, you'll have the opportunity to have the right conversations. I'm going to end this uh, this episode with a quote from Steve Jobs. Um, and if you don't know who Steve Jobs is, you've been living under a rock for the last <laughs> 35 years of your life. But he says, taking LSD was a profound experience. <laughs> One of the most important things in my life. So, <laughs> Older conversation right. of what, what why Woo. things are good. Something so, we didn't even touch on. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> so uh, enlightenment. Uh, so, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks so much for being a part of what we're trying to do here. And that, that's basically to bring awareness, right? More awareness as a parent. Uh, hopefully, we provided you with some knowledge. Hopefully, we provided you with some entertainment. And hopefully, we've provided you with something that that you can take away and and implement in your life to make your uh, relationship not only with your kids but with yourself better so with that being said my name is brian boyd i'm zach gittler and i'm jess gittler thanks jess for being on thanks for having me and we're two dads and one one wife on a mic (laughs) thanks guys we out